This is Maddie reporting from the Youth Media Center at SLB Radio. I'm 17 years old and a rising senior at Oakland Catholic High School, and this documentary is a three-part series about the impact of resource inequalities on STEM education. Today, I would like to discuss how wealth can affect the quality of education. Wealth gaps can have significant effects on high schoolers during school and long after graduation. Wealth comes in many forms, such as family income, family wealth, community prosperity, and government funding. While all these have a large impact on student learning, particularly in STEM subjects, resources alone do not determine how effective the school curriculum is for students. Family income has increasingly become a determining factor over a student's educational success. Sean F. Reardon, a sociologist serving as endowed professor of poverty and inequality in education at Stanford's graduate school, has written a study on educational policy and explored the impact of family income on student achievement. He found that, quote, a dollar of income appears to buy more academic achievement than it did several decades ago, end quote. This presents a problem for students from lower-income families. By this reasoning, students from families that make less have fewer opportunities to achieve a similar level of academic success to students from higher-income backgrounds. At the same time, family wealth also leads to inequalities in education. Family wealth makes sure students can attend safe and highly academic schools. Factors such as living in good neighborhoods with good school districts influence academic achievement and determine the amount of resources students can access. Community prosperity in the form of property ownership also greatly impacts education. As public schools are funded by residential property taxes and school budgets, they are impacted by vastly differing home values across neighborhoods, which can dictate the amount of resources and support students have at school. Katherine Bateman, an assistant professor at Penn State University with a PhD in science education, has done a lot of research as a program manager of youth engineering solutions on K-8 curriculum development. She shared a personal anecdote about the time where she visited some underfunded schools, and she noticed that the teachers at these schools used the same exact textbooks that she had used as a learner 15 years earlier. She says, Science changes. You need to be able to update things. You need to be able to have the physical materials to engage in science learning. Underfunding means that they're not going to have the money to pay for aids in classrooms, to pay for counselors, to pay for nurses, to pay for all of these other things that go into having a safe school, which is as important, if not more important, than having the instructional materials. The discussion of underfunding points to an even bleaker reality. In some communities, schools may not even have an adequate amount of resources to cover the basics. Though the government has tried to equalize spending across states, there are many factors that contribute to the sharply contrasting educational outcomes of students. For one, educational spending across states itself is widely varied. States have freedom to enforce their own policies, and as a result, Differing laws and varied amounts of funding show up across different states. Underfunding at the grade school level leaves significant impacts on students when they go to college. Fabian T. Pfeffer, an associate professor in the University of Michigan's Research Center and the founding director of the Stone Center for Inequality Dynamics, conducted a study on social inequality and wealth distribution in education. He found that, quote, With a statistically significant increase in the college graduation rate, 
of 14.1 percentage points in the span of just a decade, the wealthiest children have pulled away from others in terms of college degree attainment, end quote. This concerning trend shows that students from less wealthy families are making up a shrinking percentage of the total number of college graduates. When students from wealthier school districts take advanced placement courses and boost test scores, they in turn raise the bar for college admissions higher and higher. As a result, students from under-resourced schools struggle to meet such high stakes in order to be competitive applicants at prestigious universities. While educational funding policies and access to resources greatly impact education, there are many controllable factors within the school that can be adjusted so that students can still have a solid STEM education, regardless of their socioeconomic background or what neighborhood they live in. In the next segment, I'll be covering the factors within the control of schools and districts that impact STEM learning in classrooms. Join me next time as we continue to explore the impact of resource inequalities on STEM education in the U.S.